You're listening to the Modern Horrors Podcast Network. Today's episode of Final Girls Horrorcast is brought to you by Mazakazu, Nick B, Armando, and Black Cat. To become a part of our amazing Patreon crew, please visit us on patreon.com slash finalgirlshorrorcast. And thanks for joining us on the 164th episode of Final Girls Horrorcast, the show where we discuss some of the horror, thriller, and sci-fi movies currently available on your favorite streaming sites. I'm Amy. And I'm Carly. This week we continue our 80s were weird month party with two Lovecraftian cult favorites, Reanimator and From Beyond. As a reminder, we are a spoiler-heavy podcast, so continue at your own risk. From Beyond is currently available to stream on Pluto, Pluto TV, and Reanimator is up on Shutter. So check those out before continuing. If you are a spoiler sensitive listener, thank you for not saying Reanimators because that's what I wrote there. <laughs> I didn't even notice that I did not say that. To be honest with you, Reanimators, not the name. Uh, but before we jump into these films, let's get started with the segment that we like to call... Trailer Trash Talk. Today's trailer is Guns Akimbo with a February 28th release date. It's written and directed by Jason Lee Howden. Is that what we're going with? That is it. Okay. Uh, the IMV summary is a guy relies on his newly acquired gladiator skills to save his ex-girlfriend from kidnappers. That is not what I got at all from this trailer. <laughs> is that really what it's about? I don't think so. That is okay, not at all what I got from the trailer either. Someone was very confused because it did not look like Daniel Radcliffe had any kind of girlfriend whatsoever. Or, or gladiator skills. Or gladiator skills. He couldn't even put on his pants, <laughs> for being honest. <laughs> what is this? What is this summary? Now I just have no idea what to expect if we're being, you know, <laughs> clear here. What? I'm confused. <laughs> I am confused also. Although, you know, it's funny because I watched the trailer and then I wrote all this stuff out and I didn't even like occur to me that that didn't make any sense until you said <laughs> that's not what it's about. That makes it so much better. So this looks great. Daniel oh, Radcliffe. I'm so Wakes. Give me all the Daniel Radcliffe. I to know be honest. you love him. You I'm love saying that him. a lot today. I don't know why. Um, to be honest, or Daniel yeah. Radcliffe, both. Okay, <laughs> you're talking a lot about Daniel Radcliffe today. In my mind, I guess. Okay. <laughs> well, yes, because um, the new Beverly Theater is showing um, a Harry Potter movie a weekend. Oh my god! And I'm excited about it. Now I, you know, just have standing plans every weekend. I'm really excited about it. So, yay, okay. Daniel there you, Radcliffe. There you go. <laughs> oh. But uh, anyway. So, in the trailer, Daniel Radcliffe, there's like, well, anyway, he's he's what a nerd. Like, he just seems like he's a nerdy guy that mm -hmm. no one really pays attention to. And he's really into video games, I think. Yeah. Maybe. Yes. It's got kind of a, what's that uh, movie called? <sighs> You know what I mean. <laughs> that movie is, I don't, Ready Player One? Scott Pilgrim. It's got kind of a okay, Scott Pilgrim okay. vibe a little bit with like the, the there's like a point where someone gets punched and like Legos come out of their mouth or something. I don't know. It feels very like that part of it feels very Scott Pilgrim to me. I gotcha. But then, then we have the sonic rings fall out yes. of his little... Yes. So Daniel Radcliffe's Console. like into gaming, I think, and seems kind of nerdy. And then there's this group of people who force people to fight to the death, I think. Yeah, which is kind of like Hunger Games a little bit. A little bit. But it's in like a city, in like a real world city. And right. they come and break into his house and bolt guns to his hands. <laughs> because why not? Okay. And so he's like forced to like fight people. But just in his everyday life, and but he has guns strapped to his hands, so he's like, you know, has trouble opening doors and putting on his pants and, you know, normal everyday things. Um, I don't know what to think of this, but I really want to see it. I am so excited. I'm into it. 
There's not yes. a lot of horror movie trailers coming out that we haven't discussed already. And this is listed as an action comedy, although I definitely get some horror vibes from this, too. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. situational, at least. Yeah, for sure. So. And it comes out soon. Yeah, I don't know if it's a digital release. I would assume so, since I haven't heard anything about this. Or maybe it's doing, like, smaller indie theaters. I'm into it either way. Me too. I like the name Guns Akimbo. I don't know why I like it, but I'm into it. Don't know what it means either, but I still like the way it sounds. Me too. I like saying it. It rolls off the tongue. It's a fun thing to say. Everyone say it with me. Guns Akimbo. Guns Akimbo. See, it's a good time. (laughs) It's a good sign. I agree. Moving right along. (laughs) What's our first film today, Carly? Okie dokie. We are going to get started with Reanimator. Oh, from 1985. You got dog problems. <laughs> Leia's got her squeaky power bar right now. Power bar. Oh my god. I'm so sorry. It's so loud. <laughs> Why do you give your dog squeaky toys before we start recording? I don't know this where is not she got very it. Professional. I don't know where she got it. I moved. You don't know I where she it. got it. There's squeaky toys all over. They hide them. Good girl. Good girl. She's celebrating Kenobi's birthday. Oh, it's Kenobi's birthday. He's 13. Oh, my God. Old man. He's an old man. He is. Okay, intro our next movie, please. We digress. Anyway. uh, (laughs) We are starting off. professional podcast, Carly. This is real life. Yeah. Um, we are starting off with Reanimator from 1985, directed and written by Stuart Gordon, um, who also did Dagon. I almost said Dragon. Uh, <laughs> Castle Freak and The Dolls. It's also written by William Norris and Dennis Paoli, who did The Dentist, Dagon, 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 yeah, Dagon. Dagon. and uh, The Body Snatchers. And it was based on the story by Herbert West. Nope. Uh, or no, it was based on the story Herbert West Reanimator by H.P. Lovecraft. There you go. Lots of things. Yes. Uh, the IMDb summary is, after an odd new medical student arrives on campus, a dedicated local and his girlfriend become involved in a bizarre experiment centering around the reanimation of dead tissue. All right. It's an okay summary. Yeah. It's all right. It's all right. So I haven't seen this movie in a while. Uh, yeah, it's been a couple of years for me as well. We got Stuart Gordon back as director. Um, last year during 80s Were Rude Month, we did The Dolls, which was, mm-hmm. I think, our Amazing. favorite 80s. One of our favorite 80s films we did last year. A hundred percent. Maybe second to Evil Speak, maybe, because I really liked Evil Speak. I also really liked Evil Speak, but the dolls didn't have any puppy murder. Oh, that's true. So I'm yeah. going to have to side with the dolls. Okay. It's fair. Um, so we got Stuart Gordon back again for 80s Were Weird Month. Welcome back, Stuart Gordon. Hi. Nice to have you. Happy to have you back. We have Dennis Paoli back as writer. We did The Dentist fairly recently. <laughs> which Very recently. We also love that movie, right? It's so ridiculous. So good. So, um some some old favorites back again i'm so i really enjoyed revisiting this film it's been a while since i've seen it and i wasn't sure if i would enjoy it um because i do remember the things i remembered i wasn't sure about but i enjoyed it so much i it's so fun i love this movie i don't remember loving it i remember liking it okay but i really really loved it this time don't know Same. why. Don't know why it was different this time than any other time, but I was really, really into it this time. Now, question. Yeah. When you planned this episode, uh, were you conscious of the Jeffrey Combs, Barbara Crampton crossover in both of these movies? Um, do I have to be honest when I answer this? Yes. No. <laughs> I didn't think so, but I was very impressed. I knew about Barbara Crampton, but when... Um, Dude, the crossover I, in these movies is insane. And yeah. literally the only thing I was thinking is, oh, it's about scientists. <laughs> literally. <when laughs> but we it's were like, talking. <laughs> same directors, 
both both based on hp lovecraft stories yeah yeah um same producers same actors like it's so Hit much this one the out same. of the park like, <laughs> like this episode was basically a, a match made in heaven I, is what it is i'd like to say that i had all of this knowledge before when i picked the films <laughs> and i was perfectly willing to lie but you're not letting me so no. <laughs> i will admit i had no clue and i'm just i was very excited when i when i was what doing the re- accident yeah, it's like just doing the research um after i picked the films i was like oh this is gonna be great totally pretend <laughs> like i knew what i was doing Oh, that's phenomenal. I love it. Oh, my God. They're very similar movies. They really are. They're super similar just in general. Um, I I just, I really love Reanimator. I love Jeffrey Combs and Barbara Crampton. Like, after rewatching both of these movies back to back, I just love them so much. And I want them to be in everything I watch from now on. (laughs) Done. Barbara Crampton is a fucking treasure. She's wonderful. I love her. Same. And Jeffrey Combs is... Is it weird for me to have a little bit of a crush on 80s Jeffrey Combs? Not at all. He's such a freaking weirdo in, like, the funniest way. Is it weird? Like, I kind of have a little bit of a crush on 80s Jeffrey Combs. I don't know why. I can't explain it. Just go with it. I want to hang out. I want to like go to the diner with him. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. I I don't know why a diner, but I feel like that's where we would go on our date. It is. And it's the 80s. So I would like smoke cigarettes and drink coffee and like Mm -hmm. and like tease my hair. Oh, yes. Yes. And wear like a side pony with like a scrunchie. I can see it. That's my date with Jeffrey Combs. As I imagined it. Can we talk about Reanimator now? I'm sorry. I just got really lost in in fantasy. (laughs) I was envisioning you with a side pony and a scrunchie. Isn't it glorious? It's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm into it. Okay. So this movie's fantastic. Why did I forget? Or how did I forget? Or how did I not notice before? I think that Uh, maybe I was fixated or maybe too prude to appreciate some of the scenes (laughs) when I originally watched them because there is some pretty intense things happening in this movie that maybe I wasn't prepared for my initial viewing there's just so much going on like right out of the gate yeah um, there's a lot of like really intense staring from Jeffrey Combs mm-hmm. and also from the professor. Yes, um, the professor is terrifying. Can we talk about how he was peeling back the skin from the skull and he was like, it's like peeling an orange. And then everyone giggles. Everyone's like, ha, ha. oh, it's so true. Oh, my God. Terrifying. He's and honestly like. I don't know if it's scarier before he turns into a headless zombie or oh after. God. Like, I can't d- decide which one's creepier because we find out that he, like, is obsessing over the Dean's daughter and, like, has yeah. pictures of her and, like, has, like, a little mini shrine of her. and Huge creeper. Making, like, creepy, like, toasts to her in front of her dad. It's just really weird. And, like, super weird when they're like, oh, we're going to go study. And then he's, like, trying to get them not to go study. Yes. And the dad's like, ha, ha. oh, be quiet, colleague. Yes, it's weird. It's super weird. And for some reason, it might be weirder than what happens later, which we'll get to. It's not weird. Because it just but it feels creepier, I think. <laughs> it does. Because feel, he's, why does it feel creepier? That I, feels think, cre- I think it's because he's, like, an actual human. And so he's, like, making these decisions consciously. Sure. Or, like, at the end, he's just, like, a zombie. He's who a monster. is also making the decisions consciously, but in a little bit of a different, more dead way. Yeah. It's the dead. The dead you thing know? allows it to, allows what he does to be less creep. It's still creep. It's the most creepy thing ever, really. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, for some reason, it's it's more understandable because he's a monster. <laughs> 
Exactly. Then like exactly the rest of it's just straight up creepy. Yeah. Um. I. I don't know what to say, honestly. <laughs> I. D- <laughs> okay. Question. The, yes. Um. Thank if you. If you are a normal person, yeah. um, who doesn't know. <laughs> Wait. What let this- me get in that mindset. <laughs> 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 who doesn't know anything about this movie mm-hmm. and uh jeffrey combs as herbert wants to move into your apartment do you say yes yes because no. i have such a crush on him. i don't i say Mm-mm. i didn't understand why it would have been weird he didn't say anything weird off the bat he, he just was weird i don't know like I wouldn't want to like that person like living in my house. He was so polite and like nice about it. He wanted He's like, to... yes, I've decided I will live here. Here's money. I'll move my things in right now. Then I say, I don't think this is a good idea. Well, Barbara Captain was being so friendly to him. And then all of a sudden, like when he decided he was going to move in and she's like telling the boyfriend no, I was like, but you were just being so nice with him. But then I was like, oh, I guess that was just like. Because that was weird. Nice pleasantries, but like fake. I don't know. I was like, well, I don't know why you don't want him to move in. He seems great. <laughs> Until he kills your cat. Well, <laughs> maybe the cat died of natural causes. We don't well, know. No way. Did you know what, they used a real... Just snagged it and put it in the fridge? They used a real dead cat, and I'm not I, okay with it. I honestly didn't remember that part until she was talking about how the cat didn't like the roommate and how... <laughs> They, I mean, you was, could see it coming. Yeah. And he was like, always. On, and then I was like, oh, my God. And I literally just pulled out my computer and I started shopping on Amazon immediately. Sure. And I just was like, OK, I'm just going to listen to this part. I don't need to see it. Right. And I didn't. I didn't need to see it. So the thing is, I kept thinking, that looks so fake. Look at that fake puppet cat. <laughs> but apparently they used a real dead cat, at least in one of the scenes in the fridge. They used the dead cat. I'm not okay with that. No. No, no, no. I had a I had a hard time with the dead cat thing. If my roommate killed my cat and had it in the fridge, they would be murdered. Yeah, you'd be like I would be in jail be getting, for murder. You I was going to say you'd be getting a call from prison from me saying, "Hi. I'm in jail for murder." I'm in, we can't do the podcast anymore. I murdered <laughs> pe- per- people for hurting my cat. And I'd say I will support you. Yeah. Thank you, Carly. You're welcome. Thanks. Yeah. Um. Okay. What else do I got? It's This is going to be a thing where I'm just like, I like it. I like it. I like everything about it. I don't know what to say because I liked it. <laughs> it's just crazy. It's like when it's such an 80s thing to just have so many bad ideas stacked one on top of the other like oh this went so well with the cat so we're gonna sneak into the morgue and do it to people like i love the joking with the cop outside too yeah it's so over the top (laughs) that it makes anything that seems non-forgivable totally okay like so funny i I appreciate the, the immediately this movie has the most insane body horror i have ever seen in like the first five seconds of a movie ever um i'm obsessed with it there's so much good gore and blood and guts and it's 80s and it's amazing and i love all of it i love the end with the strobe light and the zombies all coming out of every which way i loved that oh and them walking down the hallway and then there's just naked zombie chasing (laughs) after them and like Oh, it's so Both good. Both naked female and male zombies. Yeah, so yeah. We're good. I don't really understand the science behind this, to Just be honest. Don't. don't even try. I think we should. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what else are we going to talk about? So here Proceed. we go. So there is a liquid that mm-hmm. Herbert West created. Mm-hmm. Or not even Herbert West. It was like his, the other guy, his original doctor, right? Whose name is Mac- MacGruber. It's not. It's not MacGruber. <laughs> I was like, that's not real. 
<laughs> it's almost MacGruber. It's Gruber. It's like Dr. Oh, Gruber. Very close. Yes. Um, What's his name? Hans. It's Hans Gruber, which is funny because that's the guy's name in Die Hard. In Die Hard. That's hilarious. Same guy. It's not, it's not. It's the same guy. It's not the same guy. <laughs> Come get your facts from the final girls. No, but like literally, the character's name is Hans Gruber in this movie, and then three years later, they made Die Hard. So someone, someone who wrote Die Hard, really liked this movie. Just same. saying. Okay. So anyway, Hans Gruber created this liquid, and then Hans Gruber got killed. West was his assistant or was working with him and took the liquid with him and it was continuing his research. It's like neon green. It's like the the ooze from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It is a little bit like the ooze from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, um, but it's literally glow stick liquid. Yes. is what they used on the film. It's it like makes sense. Super it's exactly what it looks like. It is exactly what it looks like. <laughs> Sorry, I'm still getting over being sick, so I'm going to cough a bunch. Um, so anyway, this liquid, you insert it into someone's skull, and then they, when they're dead, and then they become alive again, but they're mean and kind of zombie-like, but not. And it seems like he's just trying to figure out the right amount to give you to not be an evil asshole. It's, right? it's all about the testing. I, I mean, guess. basically, he's just testing it out because he wants to know how much, how fresh the body has to be and how much you have to give them in order for them to, like, be as normal as possible. Right. And it needs to be really, ideally, really fresh. Ideally, really fresh. And the hopefully freshest. not too much. Because when you give them too much, they become horrible. Demon cats. Unfortunately, we never see this work in a successful manner. Correct. Which makes the last action of our uh main character a little questionable (laughs) i mean is it though Uh, so at the end you're referencing that dan inserts the liquid into megan dead recently dead megan's skull (coughs) because he loves her and he wants her to come back but it feels very Pet Cemetery to me, and I'm I was totally gonna say, okay with it. Have we seen Pet Cemetery? Have yeah. we read Pet Cemetery? Yeah, but it's a desperate attempt in the moment of craziness. She shouldn't have died. He was trying to save her. It was that zombie hand we need got out sequel. of control. Yeah. So, I mean, I appreciate all of this, but let's go back to the science of it because okay. presuming <laughs> that this this glow this glow stick liquid works. Right. Don't try this at home, friends. Do not. <coughs> Sorry. Excuse you. It's it's coughing um, because my flu isn't completely gone. But we're almost there. We're, we, the, the finish line is there. Um, but assuming that this works, how then when we have the professor dead, this worked the most successfully at the doctor with the professor, right? He's right. Somewhat he's lucid. still working, even though his head's not attached at all. His head's not attached, but he's lucid. Yeah. And I don't understand how then he can carry around his head. Like, I don't... His head's not attached to his body. How is his body moving? Bluetooth. <laughs> Bluetooth. That's where the science came Bluetooth from. Bluetooth didn't exist in the 80s, girl. That they knew of. <laughs> This was the invention of Bluetooth. Exactly. Got it. So I and not only this, not only can the professor still work his body even with his head detached from it, but also he can control other reanimated corpses. Yeah. He has some sort of psychic connection with them. They're all he's, in the same network. The, <laughs> <laughs> they're all in the same Bluetooth network? Yeah. <laughs> because he gets the dean to come and bring his daughter strip Mm -hmm. his daughter down put her on a table and then the professor just does unspeakable acts i i think this the scene where the professor does unspeakable acts on barbara crampton may have been the original reason i didn't like this movie Mm. I don't know what it says about me that now, years and years and years later, in revisiting this film, that I 
thought it was kind of funny. <laughs> I don't know what it says about me. My, has she changed her tone since we started this podcast? I, I, I've seriously become desensitized to things. I know that about myself, and I feel like I should be more upset about it. <laughs> but I also see, like, it's so over the top that it's it's insane that they it's did insane. that. It's really yeah. pretty crazy that they had this scene in the movie and it's still somehow like it's so crazy. Just a like, regular rated R movie. Yeah. It's pretty awful. It's terrible. It's it's so and it's like kind of is out of nowhere. You're like, "Wait a minute. What am I watching?" And then all hell breaks loose. Well, and mean, then it gets even weirder. The nudity up until this point is fairly innocent tame there's yeah. either like zombies being naked and that's normal or it's barbara cramp and making out with her boyfriend and it's an 80s horror movie so of course you're gonna see some boobs right but this scene is something else because she is just full-on naked and the body is taking its detached head and like letting it lick all over her in ways that in ways and places that you don't usually see on screen to begin with. It's a very bizarre scene. Uh, with lots of blood and weird... No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and so... I don't know that I should... I don't know how I should feel about it, but I know how I do feel about it. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. It's a It's wacky. So the professor in real life, his name's David Gale, and his wife, I think, literally divorced him over this scene. No way. So apparently she found out about it before. And when she first saw the scene, she screamed, how could you? And like stormed out of the room. And then shortly after then they got divorced. And many people will say it's probably because of this scene. That's, I mean, I'd like to think that maybe they had other problems, but maybe I mean, this I was so. the, maybe this was the final nail in the coffin, so to speak. I don't know, but like, how would you feel? Let's 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 rewind. How would you feel if your significant other did a scene like this, didn't tell you, and then you found so out think, when you were watching the movie? Right, I think that's where the problem lies. Mm. I think in any kind of uh, situation, let's say, <laughs> like that, mm-hmm. you would want to tell your significant other what was going on. Sure. Maybe let them read the script. Right. Maybe say, hey, we're doing this scene today. Like, just <laughs> FYI. Like, is there anything <laughs> that you need to know beforehand or after? Don't invite them on to the set because that's weird. Sure. Um, but just keep that uh, keep that line of communication very open. I mean, it's got to be weird. First of all, being married to an actor has got to be kind of tricky for some of yeah. these reasons to begin with. I mean, for sure. Sure, it's their job, but sometimes their job involves being naked with other people. And that's not a normal thing for normal people. So right. I could understand that that might be difficult. He's not naked, but she is. <laughs> it's just it's it's different. I don't know. It's it's hard. It's weird for everybody. Um, well, and also, and it's, hard it's for not the even spouse. his hand groping her, right? Because right, it can't his, be <laughs> right because his head is not on his body, right? But it not has, really. It literally we, has to be someone else doing that part. Exactly. Meh. I mean, I get it. I wouldn't be like excited about it, but I can also imagine like that has to be a conversation you have with your family. One hundred percent. Like that can't just be something you do and forget about. Like people are gonna see this and know about it. Like, I wonder if she was just offended that like he would do a movie like that. Maybe. I mean, we can only speculate wildly. So let's do that. <laughs> I'd like to hope that there were other problems because, like, if you I marry really an actor, so. you got to just know that, like, sometimes your dude or lady are going to be making out with someone else. Sure. Yeah. 
Yeah. But in a totally non-sexual way most of the time. I know, but then how do you even enjoy that you did a movie like this years down the road? Because all you think about is how this movie killed your marriage. Which well, because is maybe you sad. think dodged a bullet. Maybe. You know? It's true. Rihanna made her save my life. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love this movie. It's so good, except for the cat murder. I love it. I heard that the... Um, that the box set has like really good commentary and it's totally worth checking out. So now I want to get the box set. I think we should. I think we should. Let's do it. Okay. Okay. Sounds like a plan. Are we ready yeah. to move on? Let's do it. Let's move on. Excuse me as I cough some more. I'm sorry. <coughs> I'm still dying. I'm dying. I'm dying. Okay. <clears throat> Our next film today is From Beyond from 1986. It's directed by Stuart Gordon yet again and written by Dennis Paoli yet again. The IMDb <laughs> summary is a group of scientists have developed the resonator, a machine which allows whoever is within range to see beyond normal perceptible reality. But when the experiment succeeds, they are immediately attacked by terrible life forms. Meh. Well, kind of. Kind of. It's closer. Closer sure. than some. I'm doing Closer summaries. than the Guns Akimbo one. <laughs> it's true. Tell you that So much. we think. So we think. We yeah. Seen the movie Speculation. Yet. Um, so. Holy cow. Have you seen this one before? No, this was my first viewing. Oh, how did you like it? Oh, I was just amazed. <laughs> I. <laughs> I literally. <laughs> I love your um, reactions to things. The, I like literally was in awe of the first scene with the weird Freddy sperm looking thing. Yep. That jump out and bite uh what's his face in the, right in the face. Right in the face. Right in the face. Um these movies both start out very similar. Um They do. The, the They're just very similar in dying. general. I'm in awe of this movie. <laughs> yeah. In a big way. Yeah. Um I watched it kind of late at night. And so mm -hmm. there was a time where I I definitely fell asleep and then I woke up and like there was like dominatrix stuff happening. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck did I miss? <laughs> and I just went went with it. I was like, okay, yes. This movie is insane. Insanity. It's so good. Insanity. <laughs> it is insanity. In the best way possible. I don't know how I went so long without seeing it. Oh my gosh. Um, I I've seen this movie before. Mm -hmm. Um but it's been a minute and I don't mm -hmm. know that I've seen it like all the way through. Um I might have like just seen bits and pieces um, recently. I haven't seen it all the way through in a long time. Um, I really enjoy it. I love the body horror aspect of both of these films, honestly. Yeah. Um, and this one in particular, um, it's it reminds me of Videodrome only a little bit, and I think it's just because of the dominatrix thing and the body yeah. horror. Um, but it's got like. A less eloquent Cronenberg feel to it. It does. It if really does. If you can does. say that Cronenberg is eloquent. Um, it's <laughs> you can. You can? Okay. You this can. is a less eloquent Cronenberg, but still has like its moments. And I like, I don't know. It's just a really enjoyable movie. Again, I don't understand how this science works. Um. But it bothers Never me. Will. It bothers me a little less in this one, just because I feel like it's kind of psychiatric and a little less like physical science. Um, I'm not sure about this pineal gland thing. That was so funny. Because you know what it made me think of. This is inappropriate. It's not really inappropriate. Penis. Um, the the pineal gland is exiting out of the forehead yes of our character sure and i couldn't help but think of the sperm that swim up in uh look who's talking in the beginning of look who's talking <laughs> of movies. course that's what you're thinking of <laughs> that's like legitimately all i could think about why <laughs> i don't know <laughs> why is that what you were thinking of 
don't know. I was like, what's that doing poking out of his forehead? Why are the why are the monsters in this movie like all of the monsters are like sea animals? There's like eels and jellyfish mm-hmm. that are just like superimposed. No idea. Because <laughs> they're alien looking. Okay. I guess that works. I'm just like, oh, they just got like eels and jellyfish footage and superimposed it over this film which is fine it works it really does <laughs> the uh the evil doctor pretorius is that pretorius. what it is pretorius yes. he is creepy af oh the most creepy very similar to our professor character from reanimator they mm-hmm. would be best friends they're both very rapey they they should be best friends, I feel yeah. like. They should hang out and do creepy things. They shouldn't no. do the creepy no, things. No, they shouldn't do that. But they're both creeps. They're, they're super creeps. Don't know how to be nice to women at all. And they like harming people and they're creepy and they're egotistical and they're very similar characters just in general. Which is worse, though? Well, I mean, to be fair, doesn't Pretorius, like, say, I'm going to kiss you, and then he, like, proceeds to eat her whole head? (laughs) (laughs) Was it because he announced it ahead of time that made it better? He's like, I'm going to kiss you, and you're thinking, oh, God, gross. And then you're like, oh, my God, what's he doing? He's going to bite her head off. Literally bites her head off or tries to. That's a big thing in this unit with the with the pineal gland. When you can when your pineal gland is working, you can see what's happening in a you're like the predator. Different dimension. You are like the predator. And you're like there's your brain and then you immediately <laughs> you're like the predator. <laughs> is it cuz of the pixelation and colors? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I need to give credit where credit's due. That was not me. That was one of my friends that noted that. And I agreed. It's true, though. It's 100% true. (laughs) You can see in predator vision. But how do you see better? Like, how is that better? It's pixelated. Like, (laughs) Because you can see the body temperature. Got it. But how does that help you, really? It doesn't, but it's just how (laughs) you're... Little like, gland do I can need see. To see body temperature. Really, like, how would that help me? It was like a weird little X-ray, and then, <laughs> and then you just suck the brain out of the. It looked like the forehead, but I'm gonna assume it was the the eye socket. It's the eyeball. I feel like you're sucking eyeballs out of heads. The ocular cavity. The suck- ocular cavity. You're so scientific. Watching these movies <laughs> have made you more scientific. I'm very smart now. After <laughs> after these two movies. <laughs> <laughs> you really know how to science now. I'm basically a scientist. You've gotten so good at science, girl. <laughs> Thank I'm you. So proud of you. I appreciate it. <sighs> so again, our evil scientist goes through some sort of process that makes them superhuman, and then they're able to psychically affect things. I mean, it's basically the same story. It really is. It's not really, what we're talking. <laughs> They're the really, same movie. It's not that different. Oh I God. will say, I think this one is a little less over the top in terms of like acting and comedy and like that kind of thing. I feel like it's a little darker. It is darker. Um, but it's still not quite dark. Like there's some really weird moments. Like when Bubba <laughs> like literally tackles. Crawford for no reason in his underwear. <laughs> what is happening? That scene is so weird. There is the, every cop in this movie is attacking Crawford without knowing at all what happened. Like <laughs> it's like it's so weird. At the beginning of the movie, when Crawford is running from the house, the police just automatically attack him and handcuff him. Yeah. But I'm trying to figure out why, because they don't know what happened in the house. They don't know that anyone's dead. They don't know anything. They're just... It was in the script. 
That's why. And then again, later when Bubba sees him just running, it's like anytime you see a man running, you just tackle him. That's what Absolutely, you do as a cop. They're, they're doing something bad. <laughs> Obviously. He tackles him. And he's like, where are you going? It's like, wait, why'd you just tackle him if you're just going to ask him where he's going and what he's doing? <laughs> it's kind of nice to see um, like a female in the role that Barbara Crampton's playing, though, because I feel mm. like she plays kind of a villainous type character without actually being a villain. I agree. She's she play, so she is more of the um, she's more of the Herbert West of this movie in that she is the the scientist that maybe takes it too far. Right. She wants to keep going back. She wants to. um reenact the experiment that was going on when the professor died and even when it goes wrong the first time she wants to go back in by herself and do it again yes both she in this film and herbert west and reanimator want to are okay endangering lives in the name of science right in the name of of fame and and fortune and knowledge correct I think she tries to masquerade it as she really cares about curing uh, schizophrenia. But I think overall, she just really has. She really is okay with 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 doing whatever it takes to kind of discover these things and take it to a different level than it really should safely go. Yeah. It is. I. So Barbara Crampton's son, apparently his friends, found this movie. Oh, no. And told her son about how she's naked and in in leather and um, doing non-mom things, non-traditional mom things. Oops. And uh, yeah, she had to like show him all of her movies after that because he was uh, he didn't know. And I, I that can't be comfortable. That's not something that you want to be uh, taken by surprise. Yeah, that's not about. a good thing to be blindsided by. No, you want to know. Your 14-year-old friends are all telling you that your mom's naked in movies from the 80s. Right. I mean, if he's You want to be ahead of that. If he's 14, you probably should have told him before then. I think, I think like so too. once you're going into middle school, it's time to tell your kid. <laughs> sit down and have the talk. Yeah, once puberty is right around the corner... You got to tell them I agree. because they're going to find out. Right. Absolutely. Nothing against Barbara Crampton. I wouldn't want to tell anybody about that to begin with. It's got to be uncomfortable. Although, I mean, for I her, know, it's be like great. Fun. She's I rocking it. She movies. looks amazing. And it's exactly. like, hey, you have this time when your body looked amazing uh, on film forever. So that's great. Yeah, totally. <laughs> can always babe. look back on it fondly. <laughs> yeah. This was when mommy dressed up like a dominatrix. Yeah. It's just maybe not a comfortable conversation to have with your son. No, don't ever watch From Beyond. I'm sorry. You're just going to have to miss out on these great movies. And then your son's friends come over. <laughs> no. Yeah. I'm just going to make that sound for the rest of the podcast. Okay. Do it. Yes. Can we talk about the neighbor? Yes, I really want to talk about this neighbor. And her amazing outfit. The whole thing. The hair net shower cap thing matches yep. her bathrobe, yep. which was amazing. Fantastic. Gorgeous. Her, oh, my God. She was just very disturbed. The curlers. Is that what she said? She always has curlers in, but she's never going anywhere. No. She... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. She's got a little puppy. Why do they have like right neighbors in movies? Always, it's always the nosy neighbor that wears curlers in their hair. But literally, they never leave their house. So it's like, why even bother with the curlers? That seems like a lot of work for not leaving be your house. Because she will be ready whenever she does have to leave the house. <laughs> in case she ever gets to leave her house, she'll be exactly. ready at a moment's notice. She'll be, and she'll have the best hair. <laughs> you know. Yep. Fair. Yeah. Okay. Um, I want to talk about her dog. So cute little Q-tip. She's got a little, she's got a little Q-tip pup. 
And so the dog wanders into this house. First of all, she shouldn't, I don't know why anyone is in this. The dog is in the house and then she is in the house. And then the dog goes in the room. Did you think that at the end they were going to have something with the dog because the dog went in the room at the beginning? I think she grabbed the dog after when like all the stuff went down. Yeah, but she went in after to get him. But like something could have happened to the dog. The dog could have gotten some kind of like pineal. Do dogs have pineal glands? (laughs) Pineal? Pineal. Pineal. It's not pineal. It looks a little bit like a pineal, though. It's definitely a pineal. (laughs) (laughs) If you know what I mean. (laughs) It's pineal, but it looks pineal. (laughs) Oh, it just sticks right out of your forehead. It does, and it, like, has a little mind of its own. It does. Um... I don't, I don't, I honestly don't know what to say about this movie. It's, it's crazy. It's uh, fantastic is it's what I have to say about it. Wonderful. It's a treasure to behold. Would, what Would watch again. Would watch again. Leia is really excited about also it. Also interested in it, seeing it again. Good girl. Um, I did think it was interesting that, um, that they made um, the doctor. Was it the doctor? Oh my god, I'm confusing the movies. Ignore me. <laughs> They're very similar, I'm so not a surprise. I'm confusing them in my head. I was going to talk about a wig that's from Reanimator and not this movie. <laughs> so please ignore me. Uh, now, do I have to talk about it now? Yeah, because it's fine. They're the same movie. Okay, so in Reanimator, they made the the professor i believe was the professor wear a wig um that didn't look like his real hair because they had to have the dummy have the same hair as him and they couldn't make a wig that looked like his actual hair (laughs) oh my god that's amazing (laughs) and you're the wig specialist here so i wanted to make sure you were aware that thank god Thank God they, they thought about the continuity. Well, I mean, very I, upset. that is great. I think it's just funny. They couldn't afford like to make a wig that looked like his actual hair. So instead, they just <laughs> made him wear this shitty wig that looked awful because at least it would match the dummy's head later. That's so funny. It's pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Um, and they also, uh, Stuart Gordon was shooting dolls at the same time as this movie. Get this multitasker. How is he doing both? I think we talked about this when we talked about dolls that he was filming this and and dolls at the same time, and they were, I think, very close in range. I think they were both on the same like soundstage or something, so he was able to go back and forth really easily. Do you remember that? That's hilarious. I don't, but I believe it. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Good <sighs> for him. This movie is just so fun. It's got bondage. It's got. It's got men in underwear tackling other men. It's got pineal glands coming through your forehead and attacking people. It's got predator vision. It's got ingesting heads. And brains. Monsters ingesting heads and brains. Yes. It's got that. It's got all sorts of great things. If you haven't seen this movie. Oh, my God. Do yourself a favor. This is a great double feature. It really is. We're talking about how they're very much the same, but they're different enough that you can totally like watch them one after another and really enjoy it. You will not be disappointed is all I'm going to say. Not at all. Thanks, H.P. Lovecraft, for getting us to enjoy these movies or something. Giving us these treasures. I mean, he wrote stories that helped create these stories. They're not quite the same, but still. I'm into it. I'm thankful. I'm thankful on this wonderful 80s were weird month that we have these treasures to behold. Me too. I'm going to drink some more wine because that's how I'm talking right now. Cheers. Wow. Such this was a good one. This was a really good one. This was the best one so far. This one was my favorite. The best one so far this year anyway. Yes. So, Carly, tell me about what's going on with you. Um, nothing. <laughs> nothing? No. 
Well, it was your dog's I mean, we, 13th we, birthday today, so that's not nothing. <laughs> it's true, and we celebrated um, by getting him a puppuccino and a saltless beef patty from In-N-Out. Um, this is my little blind man. I didn't even know saltless beef patties were a thing. And why do the beef patties need to be saltless? Salt's not well, good for dogs? For, for puppies, yeah. It's like a lot of sodium. Oh, okay. Like people beef patties, too much sodium for the little puppers. It's probably too much so- sodium for the people, too. Facts. Are we giving dogs the better beef patties than we are yes. to the humans? Of course we are. I'm okay with that. Always. <laughs> um, but so, yeah, Kenobi took him for a little ride to go get it, and he was just like chilling. And then the second that beef patty came into the window, he was like freaking out he could smell that sucker from a mile away so excited about all the cow he lost his mind yeah it was cute sounds very Um, cute but yeah we just recorded fairly recently we did and i think i like told you all the stuff oh okay so really all i have i got um harry potter coming up i'm very excited about it that is exciting (laughs) and uh yeah what about you what are you up to you know i'm still watching lock and key I need to do that. And I'm still watching The Outsider. Ooh, have you watched the most recent episode? No. I have one more that just came out that I have not watched yet. The one that came out like this past week? Yes. Okay. Did you watch it? I did. It's actually my favorite episode. Ooh, I'm so excited then. Thus far, I think. Okay. I'm really excited. The first two episodes were really good. Yes. But um, I feel like it was kind of like a lull. We were getting stuff going. Okay. I think this was my favorite episode. I don't know. I'm still into it. So I'm I'm excited, though. I'm excited oh. that we're back into it. It's great. I love this this show so much. Um, Lock and Key is really good, too. I've been watching that a lot. I'll need to check that out. I, I keep forgetting a, about it for some reason. I'm just watching those things. I'm really into those things right now. Um, not really watching much else at the moment. I like it. Focusing on on one thing at a two things at a time. Well, and it's two kind of creepy things, so that's good because usually yeah. I like kind of fixate on like comedy or something lighter. And I've been really into watching these instead, which is cool for me. I'm into it. Love it. All right. Well, let's All right. close out then. Cool. So right. next week we are back uh, with another uh, episode of 80s Were Weird Month with yes. Mausoleum, which is streaming on Prime Video, and Mortuary, which is also streaming on Prime Video. Not sure how they're different, honestly. You know, we'll <laughs> see how it goes, won't we? I don't know a lot about these ones. This might be a tough week. <laughs> I'm just warning you ahead of time. Well, at least we've got a little bit of time. <laughs> yes, we have some time on this. <laughs> okay. Oh, all right. Let's close out them. It's a quick episode. Thank you, lovelies, for joining us. And until next week, I'm Amy. And I'm Carly. Bye. Bye. Bye.